0: Welcome to the Life of Learning Podcast, I'm Justus Frank. Mm, chores. Do you remember chores? I do. Uh, I remember those days uh, doing dishes in particular. Yes, we'd get a lolly, we'd get a sweet every fifth time we completed the dishes, but to be honest, even that wasn't uh, really enough to, for us to really enthusiastically want to do the dishes. Uh, we'd still try to avoid them as much as possible. And, but the thing was, uh, of course, uh, in fact, doing the dishes isn't all bad. I mean, you're standing there, often you're listening to music together, um, you can have a conversation and all this sort of thing. And it's, you know, and yeah, in particular the playing music thing, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, possibly even secretly enjoying some of the Backstreet Boys, um, that my sisters always used to play. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of always interesting, um. Well, another uh, chore that I had at times was that I was asked to chop firewood. And, like, that wasn't all bad either. Um, there's something really satisfying about swinging an axe and splitting a log in two. But, you yeah, I still hated being forced to do it. And uh, I would still try to avoid um, particularly Dad when I knew he was kind of on the lookout for someone to chop more firewood. So there's many discussions when it comes to chores and parenting in particular. You know, do you, don't you, do you just do it all yourself? Uh, when do you, do you make them do chores uh, and when? Uh, how young do you start them on chores? All these sorts of questions. And it was interesting, I've just uh, recently put out a video called Analysis. Uh, and it was analysis of an article, uh, a parenting article. And the parenting article was talking about the reasons why they think that um, today's children uh, seem to be bored, impatient, and, uh, and entitled. So, check out that video. It's both on my BitChute channel and also on my YouTube channel, um, so that might be interesting. But in that article, uh, I'm just going to quote a little bit for you now, Um, the author makes this point. Um, They say that we, meaning children and adults, live in two separate worlds. They have their fun world, and we have our work world. Why aren't children helping us in the kitchen or with laundry? Why don't they tidy up their toys? This is basic monotonous work that trains the brain to be workable and function under boredom, which is the same muscle... That is required to be eventually teachable at school when they come to school and it is time for handwriting their answer is, i can't it is too hard too boring why because the workable muscle is not getting trained enough through through endless fun it gets trained through work and so what they're suggesting is that children are having too much fun um, and it's all about fun and in fact what we need to do is we need to put pressure on children to complete monotonous tasks teach them to work um, so whether it's chores at home or drills at school the answer seems to be make them do it because it's good for them and i'm not sure that's necessarily uh true i, I don't think it's necessarily good for them because w- what you are saying is by by suggesting that uh, you know, that that you need to force someone to do this work. Uh, you're saying, basically, I need to force you to do this, because the, the activity in itself can't be made fun, can't actually be exciting or satisfying. And it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, is that if everybody basically says that um, this is something that is to be avoided, then we also avoid it even more Um, and the more we are forced to do something uh, the more we resist that force and uh, we don't want to do that even though as I said before some of those activities can actually be quite satisfying and you can have fun along the way Um, but we still avoid them because we don't like being forced to make uh, to have to do them and this idea of uh getting children to help around the house i i think it's actually a really good idea and it is a positive idea i think you know they've taken something that is that is quite positive um in terms of a family helping a, a child helping within their family you know it builds more family cohesion and the child can feel valued as they do something really valuable for the family and yes that is something positive but then what people do is they take these positive things and they're like, "Ha, here's something positive. Let's force people to do this positive thing. And as soon as you do that, you end up breaking the power of that positive thing. So there's a big difference between being forced to do something as a duty and doing something freely. Um, Just as there's a difference between being forced to pay taxes and voluntarily giving to maybe a, a charity that you really like or whatever it might be. Um, so, yeah, this, this approach of doing things as a tru- as a duty is not very helpful. Now, there's also the flip side of that, is that a lot of parents have basically gone, well, I, I cannot have any expectations on my children at all, and I will do everything for them, I will just uh, basically kind of They'll be, I'll be their servant and they'll be the master and they'll, and I will just make sure that everything's there for them and, um, that they don't help, have to help with anything. Um, and that sort of approach is, is not very good either. Um, because it's actually really, really isolating when you start getting into these, uh, sort of master-servant type relationships yeah, it's very isolating in relationships and uh it's, it's not good for the child and yes they they have a growing sense of entitlement when they when they're in those situations and um they also begin to feel really really useless um because yeah they don't know how to help they don't feel they necessarily have opportunities to help and um it, that just escalates the, this whole uh, the bossiness and and other things like that. So both of those approaches are not very good. And the other thing about that that second approach is that it destroys the parent's own wants, or the parent basically has to um, you know push down their own wants, their own desires, um, and it's not a good thing. So the what i would recommend now i've i know i always (laughs) i make lots of recommendations and things and i've had quite a few conversations about chores because this is such a big topic within parenting um and and so that's why i think that it's really important to keep having uh, this conversation and that's why i'm not i guess afraid to keep on putting things out there and i know you know maybe people will shoot various things down but I think it's better than giving up and saying well this is a really big topic but we're just going to avoid it uh, or just keep doing what we're doing Um, but actually I think it's something that we need to keep on exploring. All right so that um, being said is I was reading in Jesper Ewell's book uh, Raising Competent Children and he had some uh, thoughts on this as well and he basically was saying that the key thing is for for, for parents to not, uh, you know, hide their wants and desires, but to actually make those open and uh, speak those out loud to their children and then give a, an opportunity for children to cooperate. So, for instance, um, if, um, say, you've done dinner and uh, you need, maybe you need to go somewhere or maybe you're feeling really tired, then you know state your desire um maybe it might be i really need to go somewhere and i would really like it if you could do the dishes because i'm not going to find the time or it might be i'm feeling really really tired tonight i had a really long day and it would be absolutely superb if you if you could do the dishes i would really like that but then the second part of it is also to then say what do you think um give it's not, uh, I would really like that and you'd better do it. It's, what do you think? Be genuinely, uh, give them a genuine opportunity to say yes or no. Uh, give them a genuine opportunity to say yes or no and to be helpful or to not. I mean, they might have other things that they want to do as well. And, um, and, you know, and they might be tired as well or, or whatever it might be. Um... So, I think that's a, that's a really key thing. So, make the situations genuine and um, be genuine in your asking and then also be genuine in your question of whether or not um, they would like to help. And, in fact, Jesper Yule makes a point that, in particular, when it comes to uh, children like below the ages of, of 11 or 12, it really doesn't make too much sense uh, assigning regular duties, basically, because they keep on forgetting them anyway. It's hard enough as it is. But rather that uh, you should just take situations as they come and keep on giving them more and more opportunities to say yes or no and be helpful and um, just allow them to go through those negotiations because in the end that's what building relationships is all about really is being able to go through all these negotiations with someone um, successfully and uh, yeah so yes but you all points out that in particular like this idea of uh, families sitting down together and then forming a duty roster often uh, at times when this happens perhaps the child is in a good mood and um, you know you're all together as a family and, and and things like that and there might be even some enthusiasm from the child uh, but yes but points out that a lot of the times this is mainly because the child is wanting to please you in that moment and his analogy is, is sort of like a person might say to um, their lover or their spouse or whatever you know i will love you forever now that statement cannot actually be guaranteed for for a lifetime i mean hopefully they they might love that person forever um but that actually can't be guaranteed we can't force ourselves to keep on loving someone um, particularly maybe if they've done something really awful to us or whatever it might be so that statement cannot be guaranteed but the thing is like that doesn't mean that that statement is completely useless what what that person is saying uh, when when someone says I will love you forever, or um, yes I will do the dishes um, three times a week, um, is that they are trying to um, capture um, in the first in the first instance the love that the person feels for that person at that current moment, or uh, in terms of the child they're trying to uh, capture their their desire to want to. Uh, please you to want to cooperate with you in that moment. So, but this is the thing: I don't think, uh, particularly with younger children, it's quite hard to hold them to that, um, to hold them to their enthusiasm that they have in that current moment. And so that's why I think it is better to just take thing, take situations as they come, and make genuine requests, and don't be scared to make genuine requests of asking them to help you, and then also make a genuine request whether or not they would like to or not. So those are some of my thoughts around that. Um, Yeah, I hope that is interesting. Remember also that these kind of principles that I'm talking about, again, apply to wider life as well, not just within uh, parenting situations, but also other situations. You know, be forthright with the people in your life about your wants, your desires, um, but don't impose that on them but rather give them the opportunity to say yes and no and make that a genuine question when you ask them that all right thank you so much for watching and i hope that was helpful all right thanks bye